our very first time filming the podcast. And what Pooh Story Time is, is a bi-weekly podcast. Um, we're going to be talking about different topics every two weeks. And this week is going to be about Puso. And I am really excited to uh, film this first session. I am the host, Mary. I am the president of Puso. And I have four other eboard members with me. If they want to introduce themselves. Hi, my name is Sydney and I'm the vice president of Puso. Hey guys, my name is Julius and I'm one of the external PRs. My name is Joseph and I'm the internal PR. I'm Sophia and I'm the historian. Yay! Let's go. So, um, we are all gathered here today <laughs> to talk about Puso. <laughs> so what is Puso? Some of you may not know. Um, PUSO stands for the Philippine United Student Organization. We are a cultural Philippinex cultural club on Stony Brook campus. We have three dance teams, cultural, ballroom, and modern. We have weekly GBMs. We have annual events um, that celebrate Filipino culture. And our mission statement is to create a social and educational environment in which Filipinx culture is advocated, discussed, and celebrated. Um, and I just wanted to, the first question is like, you know, how did you join PUSO? Um, I guess for me, I can start. Um, when I first came to Stony Brook, um, I heard about PUSO. Um, I had a friend, Rio. She is also Filipino. She got a message from Justin Serdana, who was the EC at the time. Uh, he What's sent EC? EC stands for Events Coordinator. Um, he was on eboard, and he texted a bunch of like freshmen um, about meet and greet. And she told me about Puso. And she was like, Mary, did you get this message from Justin? And I did not get a message from him, which made me really sad actually <laughs> but then a few weeks later i finally got a message from him and um i knew that i wanted to go to meet and greet and come to puso um events and when i came to meet and greet i fell in love with the environment and how um how energized everyone was but also how welcoming the e-board was and it made me want to come out to every single thing that puso offered And yeah, that's how I came out to Puso. Okay. Well, I had like a really different experience from that. I actually came into Sony like not knowing anything about Puso. I didn't know about any clubs or anything. Um, but one of my friends at the time, uh, she wanted to audition for one of the dance teams called Puso Modern. And if you guys don't know, Puso Modern is uh, the choreo choreography dance um team of Puso and they hold bi-annual auditions uh to join the team every semester and so my, my friend at the time wanted to audition and join and she brought me to the the audition or learning day and At the time, I wasn't really thinking of joining a dance team, but when I first learned about Puso and I saw the past modern videos and then um, <clears throat> the past modern videos and learned from, who is it, Caroline, 
Rob, and I think it was Claudia. I miss you, Rob. <laughs> um, and I just really fell in love with the choreography. I really loved dancing, so I decided to audition with her, and I actually made it onto the team not that semester, but the spring semester of my freshman year. And ever since then, I've just been coming out to Puso, and I really fell in love with the club and the atmosphere and stuff. I guess, I guess I'll pick it up. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess sort of an opposite of Sydney where she came in not knowing anything about Puso or any of the orgs on campus. I sort of had the exact opposite experience where two of my older brothers uh, went to Stony and were both e-board members of Puso going back to like 2011 for my oldest brother and then 20. 14 to 2017 for my, for my second oldest brother, 2013 to 17. Um, so even ever since I was in middle school or high school, I sort of was exposed to the events that they held. I didn't really know what exactly they were about and what events they were. But I guess, for example, I remember specifically going to a school and it was because my oldest brother was the Mr. P.I. rep, and Mr. P.I. is a pageant that is held by another Filipino org in um, D3, which is sort of the umbrella of Filipino orgs within the New York, New Jersey, Long Island region. Um, and it's kind of funny, because I'm the external now, which sort of deals with all of those events and those other orgs. But yeah, that was one of the first experiences I remember in Puso, I guess not really, I guess not really in Puso, but just um, being exposed to that type of stuff. So uh, yeah, came to college, sort of felt a little bit weird because people already knew me and I didn't really know them. I knew a lot of the older heads that were there. Everyone knew me. Yeah, it was kind of weird. Everyone, yeah, like everyone knew me. Um, but it was kind of cool because immediately I was able to feel like the family aspect and just the community aspect and being a part of that. So, um, yeah, that's cool. <clears throat> uh, for me, the way that I first became exposed to Puso, it was shortly after uh, my senior year of high school, um, after like everyone committed to their colleges and everything, and a couple of my friends who were also going to Stony, they were talking about Puso Modern, which is you know one of our three um, dance teams on, uh, that we have. And so they were talking about auditioning for Puso Modern, and so at the time, I just thought of it as a dance team. Uh, and I didn't really think much of it because I'm not a dancer. Uh, that summer, between my between my senior year in high school and my freshman year of college year, I worked at an ice cream uh, place called Ten Below. Yo, rest in peace at Ten Below. I miss that place. Yo, it tastes good. Tastes good. Fantastic. <laughs> Rolled had ice a, cream. Had a great time working there. But that's besides the point. Anyways, yeah, so I was talking to one day with my one of my assistant managers, and then she found that found out that I was going to Stony Brook and so she told me like oh you know I think you should really check out Puso I think that you really get along with a lot of people there and then you know I asked I was like is it a club like you know what is it and then she was like yeah you know it's a it's a club on campus and I have a lot of friends in Puso and I think you'll get along with a lot of people there and so uh when the semester started I heard about meet and greet and uh I went out I saw some of my old college friends who were a little bit older than me and I also met some new people and that's how I got, uh, that's how I first found out about Puso, and that's how I joined. So, when I came into Stony Brook, I didn't really know anything about Stony Brook itself, like any clubs or anything. 
Um, I remember going to the freshman convocation, which is where um, there are like performances and someone speaks. So I saw Puso Modern dancing and I thought they were pretty cool. And one of my friends from the city that go like that was a part of Puso told me about Puso Meet and Greet. And he also sent me the event page and told me to come out because that's where he met a bunch of his friends. So I came out with someone that I met during orientation. And I think I had a really good time meeting a bunch of new faces because this was like the most amount of people I met like all at once. And it was my first college event. After that, I went to First GBM and got to meet more people. But it was really nice being able to like meet all these people all at once and like still be friends with them to this day. What made you guys like stay in Puso? Because, you know, there's so many other orgs on campus so many Asian orgs also that are all killing it. Um, but like, yeah, why why do you guys stay? If I may speak on this topic first. <laughs> Go ahead. So I think what really uh, made me stay and what really appealed to me about this club was the fact that we have a very active GenBot and that we have weekly GBMs, which stands for general body meetings. And so, you know, the people and the friends that you make in the club, you, you know, you see them regularly. As, um, and yeah, you know, and we also host uh, other types of big events as well. But then just like the fact that I was able to see all of my friends at least, you know, once a week, all gathered together while doing like fun activities. I just always really looked forward to the weekly GBMs. Yeah, I also really like how, because we have a general body, we're very inclusive. Anyone could join PUSO and that's like what I truly loved about being able to pull up to every general body meeting knowing that like none of us had to interview or do anything just to be there and enjoy our time together and um, another thing was the Atikuya program where um, my Kuya Anthony noticed me at meet and greet and then we also saw each other when like we were playing basketball and he encouraged me to come out more meet everyone and just to like truly get to like make friends and get to know each other and I really liked the environment that I was in where everyone was super happy um, super welcoming and that's what I really liked. Yeah, um, I have a similar experience with Sophia. Um, when I came into Puso, uh, everyone was really welcoming. Um, it was not just like the eboard members, but like the general body. Um, like eboard had friends and they wanted to be friends with me and that made me want to come out to events and stuff. Um, and that's how like I found my Ate and my Kuya. Uh, my kuya is Alex Colado. My ate is Ali Scala. Shout out to them. Um, and they just, you know, like, uh, encouraged me to go out to events, uh, come to cultural practice, ballroom practice. I think also cultural and ballroom practices really made me, like, solidify the connections I had with the people um, I have now. And it's really, I think, just the people in Puso that make make it the way it is yeah like when i first joined i joined because of modern and for modern it was really fun just getting to experience new things like i went out to competitions for the first time um i went i performed on stage i danced with people who are really passionate about dancing and it was just really nice to be around people who enjoyed the same thing that i did and we're really passionate about like growing and becoming better like versions of themselves. 
And then when I was introduced to PUSO and like went out to general body meetings and like events, it was just really easy to get to know everyone. And it was, it was kind of my first time like interacting with people like in a new setting, like in a college setting. So it really kind of shaped my freshman year and really got me out of my comfort zone because I personally am a really shy person but once I started coming out to Puso stuff like they started taking me out to like different events and experiences and just made me become of more open and it wasn't like forced or anything it was a very natural process which I really liked yeah I mean I guess speaking of of freshman year for me personally it's like I think freshman year for any college student or just any student that's coming into school is probably the most important year and it's the single year where you can make you can really make the most out of it pretty much just because I guess you're introduced to this entire new world of older people in the first place um, that are pretty much becoming adults unlike in previous years like in high school and middle school and such but I think that entire setting where you have your own freedom, you could choose your own friends, you can be around who you want to be, and you sort of just enter this entire world where in our case, PUSO, or even other Asian orgs like KSA, ASA, whoever it is, CASB, and they're all dope orgs. So you just sort of enter this, this really cool bubble of, for me personally, a very cultural and diverse bubble that I wasn't introduced to in high school. Um, so yeah, you can really make the most of it. So for all you freshmen, if y'all are listening, like really make use of your freshman year. Obviously in this case, um, it's kind of a weird time, you know, with this uh, pandemic going around. Um, but even regardless, all the other orgs and stuff, we're hosting Zoom events. We're trying to get to in-person stuff, hopefully next semester in the spring. Um, but yeah, just... Make use of your freshman year and do stuff in college because, you know, coming from a senior, it ends really quickly. You feel? Yeah, like Julia said, freshman year was one of, like, the best years of my life, honestly, because I remember, like, after every, like, GBM or something, I will be walking back with Jess and Roto, and we would just be in Kelly, like, one of the lounges, just doing work, chilling, like, going to West Dining at 2 a.m. to eat fries and ice cream. And just thinking back to those events where, like, it really made my freshman year the best I could be because freshman year is the time where you meet, like, you're meeting so many new people at once. And although it may be hard to find your group, um, Puso became my group that, like, I, like, settled down with because I was struggling finding that group that I felt like I belonged to. Um, like, every day I would switch between, like, three different groups and, like, would be hanging out with one group and then, like, switching but I know, like, sophomore year, I definitely settled down knowing that Puso is always there. Like, it's really nice walking through campus and knowing that you're going to see at least 20 Puso general body members just around or, like, e-board members also. Going off of what Julius was saying, um, he gave, like, advice to freshmen. But um, I also wanted to, like, add, like, your college experience is what you make of it. And I think Puso offers so much that you can really grow Um by being in Puso, you know. Um, for me, I um, 
I was in a competition my freshman year, and I think that made me grew, uh, made me grew, made me grow a Wait, lot. What competition were you in? <laughs> I was I was Miss Asia. Um, I was in a uh, competition, uh, VSA's uh, Miss Asia. I repped Puso. Did you win? Um, did you win? Did you win? Yes, I won. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'd like to see. Um, and then I went on eboard. Um, that also uh, made me grow a lot. Um, I learned a lot from my Ate and Kuya. Um, they taught me a lot about college and life in general. Um, and just being surrounded by people who are so talented and smart and just just overall like well-rounded people uh, made me like, you know, want to be like them. And it made me the person that I am today. Wow. Yes. Yeah. Amazing. Um, as the youngest member in this group of people in this podcast right now and as a current sophomore, um, you know, straight out of fresh out of freshman year, even though it was cut pretty short uh, because of COVID, I'm still really grateful for the months that I had to experience. Just, you know, um, as everyone knows, and as we've mentioned before, when you go into college, it's a whole new world for you and you meet a lot of new people and you're not, you're not going to have the same friends that you, as you did back in high school. And so I think um, in the beginning, even though I had a little bit of trouble, like just like finding a new like group of people to uh, be friends with and everything and hang out with, I was really glad that I joined Puso because I was able to find a community of people that I felt like I really belonged in and I was really comfortable with. And like, yeah, again, like the bonds that I was able to make in my, uh, you know, like six, seven months on campus last year, it's, uh, you know, I'm really grateful for that. And even now as a sophomore, um, you know, uh, meeting the new fresh, the incoming freshmen, and meeting even you know, and from time to time I'll even meet and get to know another like upperclassman that I haven't really talked to last year. It just goes to show like how like joining a new club organization can just really open up your connections and everything. Yeah, like when I think about my freshman year, I it's like even though it was so long ago, <laughs> I was senior now, but. <laughs> It, it was still, like, one of the fondest memories I have. Like, most of them are just with Puso. Um, I remember when I first joined Puso, like, this was even before I was on Modern. Like, we had this thing called uh, Puso X3. And it was for this Filipino-American performance. If you guys remember, I remember Julius, that. Julius oh, and with me. Um, where oh they where all three dance teams performed like a like a single set, so it was cultural ballroom and modern, and I was a part of the modern set, and like we practiced like <laughs> maybe like twice together, <laughs> but it was like oh we practiced till like three a.m. But even though like it was a really long rehearsal and stuff, it was so fun because that that was the first time I actually met Mary. Yeah, <laughs> and. Like, you just, like, meet so many cool people and, like, are exposed to so many different things. Like, for me, I was never exposed to, like, the Filipino culture, like, prior to college. I came from a predominantly, like, a white or Asian school, and so I wasn't really, like, exposed to that. So, I don't know, were you guys exposed to, like, Filipino culture before? Like, I know some of you guys are Filipino, but... Were you guys, like, ever involved with organizations in your school? Um, for me, I've only met 
In total, three Filipinos in my life before going to school. <laughs> <laughs> you can count them on one hand. Oh, yeah. I can literally count them on one hand. Um, two of them are my eighth grade teacher and his wife, right? So those are the first two. And then the third one was um, someone from my handball team in high school. So I literally only knew three Filipinos. And then coming into Stony, it wasn't like a culture shock, but it was just really nice being able to learn something that I like literally just never learned about. Yeah, uh, so for me, uh, I am not Filipino, but uh, uh, in high school, I would, I would say I was fairly exposed to Filipino culture. Um, so in my high school, we had this performance called FON, F-O-N, it stands for Festival of Nations. And that's basically just kind of like a multicultural performance that we have once a year where, you know, um, like, you know, uh, dances from different cultures are showcased. And for, uh, since my sophomore year, so sophomore, junior, senior year of high school, I participated in the Filipino fun. And so I've been exposed to things like to nickeling. And <laughs> why are you laughing, Julie? <laughs> okay, yeah. So, you know, and yeah, in my, in my high school, there was a good uh, population of uh, Filipino people. And so, you know, I had uh, Filipino friends. I was exposed to the culture a little bit. And I think also because of that, when I came to Stony Brook, I wanted I joined uh, Puso Cultural because you know they also did some nickeling there, and I really enjoyed doing it in high school. And so I was like, "Yo, why not continue doing it here?" You know. Honestly, Joseph is a lot more Filipino than me than nah, when I was in high school because I did not do anything like in high school. My high school was predominantly white, and I was the only Asian. Uh, Southeast Asian girl um, in my high school. That's crazy. Um, yeah, I did. I was not surrounded by like any Filipino culture. I only had like my parents and my brother. But even then, I had to like assimilate to American culture, um, middle school and high school. And I think that's uh, part of the reason why I wanted to join Puso was to um, reconnect to my Filipino roots. Um, but in high school, man, like I, man. I, I was not, I was not Filipino. <laughs> I, I don't know how to like speak the Galug or anything. I did not do tinikling like Joseph did <laughs> in high school. But yeah, um, I, I was in cultural, and that was my first time doing tinikling, and I'm glad that I was able to do that my freshman year. Yeah, I guess um, I had a similar experience with Mary and Sydney, I guess. Uh, I'm from Westchester. Shout out to Westchester, not one four, not upstate. <laughs> Just north of the Bronx, it's right next to it. It's a quick drive. Um, but yeah, you know, like I'm half Filipino, half Chinese. Um, and my high school, shout out to Edgemont High School. No one knows about it, but it's, it's not lit. But um, yeah. It was a predominantly white neighborhood, white high school. Uh, I, too, can count all the Filipinos on one hand. I believe I was one of three. Oh, man. Um, shout out to Michael Lyons. <laughs> Whatever you're doing. <laughs> nice, man. <laughs> um, but yeah, I guess I, I said it earlier, but... Coming to Stony friggin' expanded my bubble like crazy. Um, I didn't know like any Asian people. I like I tried to keep up with the with the times with what was happening in terms of like Asian American stuff. Thank you YouTube for that type of stuff. You know the golden age with like Ryan Higa and like Kev Jumba, mm -hmm. Wang Fu, yes. ISA TV. Mm -hmm. 
Um, but yeah, I, like that was pretty much my only exposure to that <laughs> type of uh, culture, I guess, in the scene um, until I came to college, and it sort of just felt good getting to be around a lot of different people from different places. But at the same time, you could easily relate to them. I could easily relate to anyone that I pretty much met in Fuso. Um, but of course, yeah, they're like all from different places. So it's cool. And uh, yeah. Um, I have an interesting question for everyone. Have you guys ever thought about leaving Puso? I mean, I don't. Personally, like, whenever I think about, like, I've gone out to different organizations, like, events and stuff, but nothing can, honestly, nothing can really, like, compare to Puso. Like, I love the other organizations, but it's just a very different experience because Puso really, like, from the get-go provided me with just, like, a family and, like, so many of my close friends are, like, from Puso. And so, like, even though other organizations have such, like, great events and, like, I have so much fun, it's hard to get to know people as easily as I do when I come to, like, general body meetings at Puso, you know? So, like, if you ask me, like, oh, am I, have I ever thought about leaving Puso? Like, I, I really can't because... If, I feel like if I left, I would basically be disconnected from, like, all of my closest friends, you know? And it will be, like, leaving my family behind. So, nah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I guess... To, <laughs> um, for me, no, I have not... I never... You know, like, it's never really... It's not really something that I just thought about, you know? Like, oh, do I want to leave Puso? No, because, you know, I was just a freshman last year, just going from events to events, GBMs to GBMs, and I always enjoyed the events and everything, and so I just wanted, I just kept on going to events, and so the idea of leaving never really crossed my mind. What about you, Sophia? So for me, um, I never had, like, a thought, like, hey, I'm going, I'm going to leave Puso, because I don't think that was an option, not like it, it wasn't an option for me, but since all of my closest friends, like, my best friends are all in Puso, why would I leave? But I have, like, looked for other clubs just to see if I could expand the network of people that, like, go to Puso and people that don't go to Puso so I could meet um, a wider range of people. But no, I, like, never would have thought I would leave Puso. But, yeah. Um, for me, I actually have thought about... But that was, that was during freshman year after at the end of fall semester i was actually thinking of moving to the philippines oh, of that's transferring to um a college in the philippines go from puso to the motherland <laughs> um yeah i um it was a bunch of like personal reasons and like financial stuff but i really like wanted to go to Actually, before, like, choosing Sony, I was actually considering going to college in the Philippines. I had, like, three universities that accepted me. Um, in the Philippines? Yeah. Wow. And I, I really wanted to go because my family was there. It was so cheap. Um, and, you know, it would be a different experience and, like, being surrounded by my culture, like, fully. Um, but when I thought about that, I, like, told my 
Ate, I told Mankulia, I told some of my closest friends, um, and I cried a lot. <laughs> and I ultimately, ultimately decided uh, not to, um, for other personal reasons. But um, it was never I wanted to leave Puso because I wanted to leave the environment. But that was the one time I did want to. I have a quick question, Mary. Yeah. So, um, hypothetically, if you were to have went to college in the Philippines, I'm just curious, how do you think the transition would have been, like, ha having to, like, adjust to, I guess, like, a bit of a new environment and everything, you know? Oh, yeah. Um, I was actually born in the Philippines. I moved to New York when I was three. Um, so, going back to the Philippines would have been a really big culture shock, um, because a majority of my life was spent in America, and I've been so assimilated into American culture. Um, but I have visited the Philippines several times throughout my life. Um, but it was, it was never to the point where I was really close to my relatives, and I like knew about, like I knew how to speak the Galog to my family. Um, but the one time I did go to the Philippines, actually the most recent time, um, I apparently learned Tagalog really fast and my relatives were like, you know, if you stayed in the Philippines for a bit longer, you would have learned the whole language. And I feel like if I went to the Philippines for college, I I would have assimilated pretty quickly. Word. That's yeah. cool. That's cool. That's dope. Mm -hmm. Wait, so then what made you stay? Like, what made, what, why did you decide to stay to instead stay of going to the Philippines? In New York? Um... Wait, why did I stay? <laughs> why did I stay? I think it was just... Okay, shout out to Gilbert Chen. <laughs> Gilbert Chen. But um, he, he like walked me through it and of like my thoughts and everything. He's seen, he's seen me cry uh, talking about this topic. Um, but yeah, I was really sad freshman year. Um, and I was, I was really thinking about moving to the Philippines, but, um, what made me stay? I guess, I guess part of the reason was I didn't want to leave my family, like my mom, my dad, my brother. Um, my mom didn't want me to leave. Um, I, I was also a music major, but then I switched to psych. And I really liked psych, so I think being a psych major also made me stay because it made me like find a uh, purpose being in college. And yeah, I think those were the reasons. Man, <laughs> <laughs> you brought up your purpose in college. That was mm -hmm. crazy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I don't got much to say. <laughs> Julius, have you ever thought about leaving Puso? Have Pins? I ever left? Um, I mean, personally, no. Uh, I haven't really had like the active thought of like this semester. I'm, I'm, I'm dipping. That's it. You know, everyone else pretty much nailed it. Where they're like, uh, all my closest friends are within Puso. Um, the people I was living with on campus were all active members and stuff. You know, it sort of goes back to like how my freshman year was like how freshman year is just like the I guess the one moment in your college career where you, everything is completely brand new to you and I guess as I got older you know sophomore and junior year 
stuff sort of not really seemed the same in terms of events and stuff, but I would say the experience is really geared towards freshmen. Once you become an upperclassman, you sort of see everything that's happened. Um, you know what events are coming up. You know the sort of surprises that are going to happen throughout the year. Um, but nonetheless, it's still a really fun and exciting experience. You don't really know exactly what's going to happen, but you sort of have the general gist. Uh, but yeah, I'd say I haven't really thought about leaving. It's been, it's been a nice experience. And I wouldn't trade it for nothing else. You know what I'm saying? So since you guys are seniors... Right, uh, Mary, Sydney, and Julius. What is something that you will miss about Puso? Puso, um, I am going to miss the people. I think. What miss you too? What miss you too, Mary? Oh, I'm leaving. You're leaving. <laughs> We're all leaving. Um, I'm gonna miss, you know the connections I have with people all of all of the gen bod are my friends you know like this club is is like built of my friends um and I think I've made us at least one good memory with everyone in this club um and I'm just gonna miss I'm gonna miss that yeah um I mean for me my most of my experience with Puso was with modern, so definitely like doing something that I've been wanting to do for a while that I never got to do until college, like having that experience. I'm definitely gonna miss it. I'm gonna miss like you know the three a.m. practices, oh. the the uh, going to East after eating, East, hanging out late night. Yeah, <laughs> you know like nine dollars of dining dollars you know <laughs> but like also getting to meet my like closest friends and just like hanging out for like whenever i want you know because because i was like living on stony campus like it was so easy to just see everyone but now that like i'm graduating i'm just gonna not be on campus anymore it's like i can't see these people so easily and also just like in Pusa itself, just, like, the experiences, like, getting to go to D3 competitions. Like, like last year, I got to be the entourage for my twin Kate Skarinzi, Miss Philippines 2020, Ms. you P. know. Ms. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Technically, Miss P.I. is Miss Philippines, so, okay. She, she won. She won. Yeah, yeah. Who's the one last year? Um, okay. <laughs> but yeah, like, being able to be entourage, you know, and perform in front of all of D3, like, that was crazy. And just, you know, going out, picking up my oddings, my my four Your little baby, army. my Your army of oddings, Rachel, Winnie, Daniel, Paul, you know. <laughs> but yeah, it's just like, like, missed, like not having that anymore will be just probably one of the saddest things about graduating for me. <sighs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I guess, I guess it's a, a common answer. Um, I'm just going to miss hanging out with people, you know. Uh, Fuso is really, like, it's 
it's a family, you know. You go in and then you just meet everyone. And like Mary said, you could just have a good experience with every single person you meet and it's awesome. You can do whatever you want for the most part. Um and just have a really good time doing that. You'll have all these experiences that you know are coming up or maybe you don't know are coming up and you'll be able to look at it in like a year, two, three years from then and be like, wow, that was fun. And I guess as, you know, the the months and the days are, are dwindling down from my college experience, you sort of just reflect on that and are just really grateful about everyone that you met and everything that you could have done um, and are really grateful for all the experiences that were offered up to you um, because of these people or because of the org in which you all are under. Um, but yeah, I guess it's just all those experiences. You reflect on it and are really going to miss them, but you know, gotta be happy that you had them. I actually miss them now, um, but I miss like cultural bar, um, cultural oh, ballroom practices, like really late night practices, barrio practices. I'm gonna miss. Um, I wasn't able to. We weren't able to have that last year, but I'm gonna miss practicing really late at night. Hell weeks. Or like yeah, hell weeks. Hell weeks. So fun though. And doing like cultural ballroom like back to back. Um, getting food with people in between performances, performances, um, having to wake up really early and getting to getting to sack a lot by like seven a.m. to go to events, to go to <laughs> events, uh, waking up really early to go to fine barrio, you know, competitions, going on the subway and like going parking to in Woodside, <laughs> yeah, parking <laughs> in Jollibee, getting Jollibee in Woodside and taking the subway to Columbia University yes. for Mr. Yeah, P.I. Like, and all these like travels, you know, find in a... Going to North Carolina. North Carolina. Driving for 15 hours. 15 hours in a car and bonding the entire time. Uh, those those are the memories I'm going to miss. Those are the days. Those, are the, those days. are the days. Those are the days. And I hope, I am optimistic that we will have some in the spring. Yes. Yeah. Please. I was going to say the same thing, that although I'm a junior, um, looking back to it, I really miss Barrio already. I only had it for my freshman year, but it was a whole month of, like, rehearsing this 10-minute script, and every scene just had to be perfect. And it was, like, a really great bonding experience because you're working with these, like, amount of people for just an entire month. Sometimes it could go up to, like, 1 a.m. of just doing work. But, like, at the end of the day, you end up going to, like, um, east side or west side to just get food with everyone to like, relax and stuff. Also going to miss ballroom with AJ because we both decided to join together. And I was able to perform um, for the first time, like, going to perform at Sayao, at Asian Night, at Coachella. It was a really fun experience because I always wanted to, like, be on stage but I don't really have anything else to do. <laughs> if I'm on stage, like, I don't really sing, I don't really dance, but ballroom was a really good experience for me to be able to do that for myself. And the last thing, or, like, two more things, but I'm going to miss going to my friend's dorms whenever mm -hmm. I feel like, like, Joseph, I just hit him up whenever, and I was like, yo, can I go to your dorm? He said, yeah, sure, whenever. So 
I always miss going to people's dorms, just crashing their dorms, and going to um, D3 events. Because D3 was really fun to meet other people outside of Stony, And, like, you don't realize, but, like, there's so many other Filipino clubs out there that are also, like, really passionate about the Filipino culture and have, like, similar events to you. I've been to one D3 event, <laughs> and that was probably my favorite memory oh. in Pusa so far. Which event did you go to? Mr. P.I. That was like, yeah, that was, was like support, the support, right? Yeah, to support support. John Antonio. John Antonio! Yeah. Yeah. Um, I have one more question for you guys. Um, since we talked about, you know, like our favorite memories in Puso, staying in Puso, we've all, we're all like pretty involved in Puso. But like, what are some misconceptions do you hear about Puso? And like, how can we like break that? so that, you know, more people can come through. So, I think uh, we can all agree to this, that one of the biggest misconce- misconceptions about PUSO is that it's just a dance team. Do you, you guys... Yes. We're, yeah. <laughs> we're more than just a dance team. Yeah, we're more than just a dance team. But I think that obviously uh, stems from, uh, you know, PUSO Modern being a very, uh, you know, well-known dance team on campus. And so, everyone, when they hear the word PUSO... If you're not familiar with the club itself, you just think of it as a dance team. And that also happened to me. As I said, like the first time that I ever heard about Puso at all was when my friends were talking about auditioning for Puso Modern. And so at the time, I thought it was just a dance team. Uh, what about you guys? You guys, you guys got anything to add on? Uh, I know for when people like look at Puso, they also think we're very clicky. But I feel like that's not true because like, we have a general body of like almost a hundred people and not all a hundred of us could be just one big group like although we are there's obviously going to be little groups within um puso but either way although there are these little groups no one hates each other like i could easily go into another friend group and then be accepted like really easily or like just go eat food with them if i ever bump into them so i personally don't think that puso is clicky at all but sydney what do you think you don't have to be Filipino to join Puso. <laughs> That's facts. Yeah. That's like, right. Really, like, half of our e-born is actually non-Filipino. But, like, I remember when I was a freshman, I was just like, why should I join Puso? You know, I'm not Filipino. Like, what's in it for me? But honestly, it's like, when I first started learning about the Filipino culture, I realized, like, I'm half Taiwanese, half Korean, and I realized that there are a lot of, like, overlapping, like, um, cultural, cultural aspects. aspects. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> and it's really nice, like, I'm a linguistics major, so I really like these things, but, um, like, it's really nice getting to learn about other cultures and learning about how different cultures can help you embrace and, like, acknowledge your own culture as well. I definitely learned a lot about my own, like, personal cultures as well as other people's cultures just by learning about the Filipino culture, you know? And it's, like, Puso is very, like, welcoming. Like, anyone is able to join. Like, we're not excluding anyone. And so even if you're not Filipino joining this organization will help you become like more open-minded about filipino culture and like just asian culture in general so yeah you don't have to be filipino just saying just uh quickly add on to that i remember one time 
I was uh, at a, a physical therapist appointment. Shout out Dr. Leo. <laughs> and uh, and uh, yeah, you know, uh, he also he was also he's also an alumni of Stony Brook. He knew about Puso, so then when I told him like, oh yeah, like he was like, oh, what clubs are you like involved in and stuff? I was like Puso, and he was like, isn't that a Filipino club? Like, aren't you not Filipino? Aren't you Chinese? And I'm like, I mean, yeah, like you're not wrong. Like I am Chinese, but like that doesn't mean that I can't join this club. You know, I was still able to like meet new people, fit in, and I felt like I was able to find a good sense of a community here. So yeah. I think that's the great thing about Puso is that it breaks uh, barriers, um, racial, ethnic barriers. Um, like no matter if you're if you're Filipino, if you're non-Filipino, doesn't matter who you are. Um, I think that Puso is very welcoming and it accepts everyone. Um, and I think that also ties in with like Filipino values of hospitality and like. Uh, being welcoming to everyone and you know uh, c togetherness and community and I think um, that's the the foundation of Puso basically and that's what makes it uh, really great in my mind and yeah that's what I love about Puso yeah I guess um <clears throat> everyone we all sort of understand that we're all a big family but you know just as in regular families, and I guess Filipino families, <laughs> anyone's, everyone's family. If you come, then you're going to be welcomed. If you don't know anyone, it's okay. Because by the end of the day, you'll get to know someone, and you'll be their friend. And that's cool. That's, that's the beauty of it. That's, that's the, the beauty. beauty. It's the beauty of Puso. Um, all right. I think that is the end of our first podcast. Um, thank you, everyone, for listening. Uh, if you are listening to the very end of it, uh, <laughs> really appreciate you. Uh, I also want to thank uh, all of my Uber members who are with me today to talk with me. Um, <laughs> and yeah, uh, that's it for today's podcast about Puso. Oh, Joseph, you have something to say? I just want to say, if you're listening up to this point, you might as well follow us on all social media platforms. <laughs> follow us on Instagram, Facebook, Snapchat, Twitter, TikTok, YouTube. You can find um, our platforms at PusoX3. Again, at PusoX3. <laughs> Best in P-U-S-O-X3, yeah. That's right. And our YouTube channel. But our YouTube channel's name is Stony Brook Puso. Yeah. Best internal PR. Yes. Oh. Yes. That is our internal. That is our internal PR. Um... Yes. Uh, thank you, everyone, for listening. And we'll see you in two weeks when we post our next podcast. Yeah. Yes, sir. Look forward to it. Bye. 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 Bye.